You are listening to Ecclesiarts Radio on SPR Live FM. My name is CJ, and I'm here with another episode of Humans of Ecclesia. We have a very uh, special speaker slash testimony giver slash uh, person, and uh, I don't. I guess I won't. I won't do the intro. You can do the intro, please. Please welcome uh, Connie. Hi, my name is Connie Cabuela. Thank you for having me here on the show, CJ. Um, I'm very blessed to have this opportunity. Um, to start off, I am a Filipino-Canadian, so mm. I was fully born here in Canada. Um, I am currently working as an instructor therapist, which is just a fancy title for a teacher uh, for special needs at a private school called New Haven Learning Center uh, located in Etobicoke. I am also currently finishing my master's at Brock University in applied disability studies. Um, So my life, as you can start telling, uh, it revolves around teaching and working with individuals who have special needs, specifically autism. And I go to Peel International Baptist Church. Uh, I've been going there ever since I was uh, born, actually. Mm. Um, I live with my parents and my three younger siblings uh, and my dog and my little lovebird. And that's me in a basic little nutshell. I love a lot of things. I love music. I love volleyball. I love reading. Um, I am trying to get into Netflix like everyone else and Disney Plus. Um, And overall, I just love meeting new people and God. Wait, so you're not you're not like the 99% that watches The Mandalorian and uh what else is on netflix whatever's on netflix you don't watch netflix yeah i only just recently started using netflix i got into a kind of a deal with one of my close friends you guys might know her rj um we decide she has netflix we got disney plus and now we're just sharing it so that's our deal (laughs) Okay. So wait. So she gets to use your Disney Plus account. You get to use her Netflix account. Yes. Ah. Okay. You guys don't get mixed up with like the things you're watching because it's unless you guys share. Do you guys share one account or? No, we we're allowed to make different profiles within both accounts. So and there's so you have your own profile. Yeah. There's quite a few profiles in there now. Okay. Okay. Um. Well, thank you for uh, sharing a quick intro about yourself. Uh, what what is um I guess we're gonna enter or we're gonna have conversation about your testimony and and all that stuff. Could you get that's your elevator pitch? Could you give me a maybe what are three or maybe five things that we should know about you? Ooh, okay, five things you should know about me. Uh, first off, um, I am a big lover of children. Um, I think ever since I was really young, I I did know I want to become a teacher. Um, being Filipino, obviously, your parents want you to go into nursing or something. Um, my compromise with my mom is um, 
I'm going to work with special needs. And I'll talk a bit more about it in my testimony later about why I am in this field. Um, But I love children. I am a Sunday school teacher. Um, And like the students I teach right now, they're around seven years old. So I really like that age group. Um, That's the first thing. Uh, Second thing, I love animals. So uh, currently, as I mentioned, I have a dog, a cute little shipu, shitsu poodle named Mia, and a lovebird named Blue. Um, both sassy little beings, but I can't imagine our family without them. <laughs> um, funny to the those listeners out there, CJ has been to my house and has had a, a Jurassic World moment with my <laughs> my dog. Um, her yeah. dog's evil. Her dog's evil. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, she, yeah, our life is just such a joy having them. And we, I've actually had a variety of pets too before them. I've had budgies. I've had hamsters. I've had fish. Um, and yeah, in the future, we're hoping to adopt more animals. Um, but yeah, big animal lover. So that's number two. Uh, number three, uh, I like to think that I'm a very open, approachable person. Uh, A lot of the people that I have met or for those who, um, I plan on meeting in the future, um, my friends and family would usually describe me as like, you're someone who's easy to talk to when you first meet her. Uh, I love meeting new people. I love to hear where they're from, uh, what they're doing, um, how life and God is treating them. So if you ever want someone to talk to, come hit me up. I'm open to hearing your story uh, and also sharing mine too. Um, So that's number three. Number four, um, I love food. I think everyone loves food. But I'm like so down to try so many different things from like dessert to meals, any kind of cuisines. So also, if you want to go on foodie adventures, let's go together. Show me all the different places that you know, down to try new things. Um, So that's number four. Number five. Oh, what's number five going to be? Number five is I... I am someone that seeks to just grow and to learn. Um, So I want to learn new things, whether it's like a new skill, um, like learning a new language or something that um, I need to grow in myself. I, I want people to tell me like how I can become a better person. Uh, I am open to hearing feedback and, um, yeah, so open to people. Um, I want people to be open to me. Love food, love animals, love children. Okay, so for another episode, future idea to future CJ and future RJ. Uh, an idea for an episode would be a mukbang with uh, Connie. <laughs> a recorded episode of uh, her eating food and we'll <laughs> to talk about God. So yeah, well, thank you for sharing. We're gonna go on a on a quick break. Uh, so we're gonna once the break ends, we're gonna start talking about uh, Connie's testimony. So with that, 
This is Ecclesia Arts Radio, Humans of Ecclesia, on SPR Live FM. Thanks for tuning in. And we're back. You're listening to Ecclesia Arts Radio on SPR Live FM. My name is CJ and I'm here with... Connie! And we're going to now talk about... Wow, that was terrible grammar. We're going (laughs) to talk about her testimony. So uh, usually the way it works is we just... It's just your platform, your stage. You have have the time of your life. Have at it. Whatever you want to share, whatever you don't want to share... Uh, and we discuss right after. So is that cool? Yes. Yeah? Okay. So say is yours, Connie. Connie, Miss Miss Connie. Connie, Connie. <laughs> Thank ahead. you. Um, well, as I was mentioning before, um, I am an open person. So what I'm about to share, um, I hope that through my message, um, God will be glorified and that whoever is listening that you may be able to relate in some way and just know that um, everyone is going through struggles in their life. Um, Everyone has their highs and their lows, and maybe you can relate to my story. So here it goes. So again, I was born here in Canada in the lovely city of Mississauga. Um, I was born into a Christian family, so I have been going to church ever since I was born. Um, again, I go to Peel International Baptist Church in Brampton. Uh, I've been worshiping and serving there for all 28 years of my life. Yes, I just revealed my age. <laughs> um, and I've been serving there as like a youth and a young adults leader. Um, again, I do Sunday school. Um, I've been helping with a lot of the children's vacation Bible schools in the summer. Um, And then apart from that, I am also part of different uh, Christian ministries outside my church. Um, I'm part of a group called Equipped. Um, We're just starting up, but we are a group, a support group that aims to um, support those with um, mental health issues um, or concerns or to help those like family or friend members who have um, people in their lives with uh, mental health issues and we seek to support them and show them God's love through that ministry. Uh, I'm also part of a uh, interchurch group called Branches. Um, so there are sev- there are four main churches right now that are together and we just aim at uh, encouraging and supporting growth growth in our young people and also um, in the community as well. Um, So I just spoke a lot about my church life, so back to my main life. So again, raised in a Christian household with my family, um, always involved in the church. And um, I would say I didn't have, like I had a good childhood. I, my parents, were very loving people. Um, I know the things that my parents did for me um, and to me was just to protect me. Um, I think I was like one of those children, girls and guys could probably relate to this, uh, where um, 
I couldn't do a lot of things when I was younger. My my parents just were so um, cautious about who are you hanging out with, where are you going. Um, they, yeah, just wanted to, they just wanted me, I know looking back now, they wanted me to be safe, but they just didn't want me going out as much because they didn't know people and they didn't know who I was hanging out with unless they were, you know, church friends and they were Filipino and they were like family. So I felt really restricted when I was younger, uh, especially in my high school years. Um, And I would say that within my teen years is when I started rebelling against my family and God, basically. And um, you would think someone who was born and raised in a Christian family, that they would, you know, be strong in their beliefs, that um, there's nothing that could sway them. But people, I think, need to know that you are your own person and that, um, yes, there are people in your life Uh, in your life that can have an influence on you, Um, but in the end, uh, you make your own decisions. So um, when I was in grade 12, I decided to get into a relationship with a non-Christian boy. Um, He was Indian Hindu. Um, I would say he was like one of my first loves. and yeah, we were official for two years. And then after that, um, we broke up because unfortunately, um, somebody decided to call, prank call my house in the middle of the night and say things to my parents that uh, parents don't want to hear what their daughter is uh, doing. Um, and so I broke up with him. and. My parents knew that we were going out and they were very against it. There were so many people involved, elders in the church. My pastor at the time was involved and everybody just trying to tell me um, that it was wrong. It was not right to go out with someone who is a non-Christian. And I just kept rebelling and I just kept drifting so far from my family, from God. I would hurt my family, especially my younger siblings, with the things I said. It's like whenever I had an argument with my ex, I would kind of take it out on my family. Um, I lied a lot. I snuck out a lot. And um, yeah, it's even till this day, there's still some hurt, I'm not going to lie, on, I think, everybody's part. But uh, I'll get there. I'll get to that part. But, yeah, going back, it it took me seven years to realize that this relationship wasn't going to work. Um, it took him, my ex, non-Christian, to tell me that I think you need to go back to your God. He's like, I don't think this is going to work out. And obviously, after being together for so long, 
I was just so devastated. And to be honest, though, throughout the throughout the last couple years that we were together, I started feeling more convicted and feeling more that something was calling me back, like God was calling me back to him. But I was afraid to let go. I was afraid to let go of everything that my ex and I had built together, um, even though it was it didn't work. I was trying to find other reasons for why it would work. Um, and this was, if you don't mind me asking, this was still in that relationship. In that relationship. This, yeah, within you were that, still in that relationship. Yeah. Okay, continue. continue. We, the relationship, <clears throat> we didn't want to define each other as boyfriend, girlfriend. It's just like dating. Um, but yeah, he and my... And I felt like, yeah my family was getting the rough end of what has was going on and again towards the end of my relationship he was saying things to me like that he thought about becoming a christian he thought about converting um but he said he, he couldn't he couldn't do it because he felt like he was betraying his family and that he was leaving something that he was so strongly believing in and he said you chose your god and that's fine i respect that but don't expect to drag me into what you're doing and one of the things that also hit me was like he said connie i know if we were to be together and if we were to ever have kids and we let the kids choose what religion they want to be he said that if they didn't choose christianity I know you would be very heartbroken, and that hit me. Um, one thing I do respect about him, though, was that um, he um, met up with the youth worker from my church and myself, and he was open to hearing what my youth worker was sharing um, about God and how he wanted to help solve the problems and issues that we were going through in trying to break up. And I really thank um, my youth worker. I'm so blessed by him. Um, Queer Marvin, this is your shout out <laughs> um, for just being there, for being so patient and helping me like work out through my breakup at the time and also with stuff that was going on um, within my family. Thank you for being there. Um, but yeah, my he, my youth worker suggested to him and uh, my ex, my ex did come over to my house and was able to reconcile some things with uh, my parents. Um, he wanted to let them know that um, he wasn't just breaking up with me just because he um, he was like, she's a great girl, and I'm sorry it didn't work out. We knew that our beliefs are different, but I just want you to know that um, I'm sorry for um, that it just didn't work out. And uh, we talked about the phone call and what happened because um, 
there was a lot of misunderstanding, but my, my ex wasn't the one who made the call. We believe it was a classmate who was known to be quite a bad joker back then. Um, and then, yeah, after that, um, just cut off contact. Um, it's just best to leave things in the past. Um, as far as I know, I think he's happy. He has someone new and it took me a while, but I'm very happy that he has his person and I just wish him nothing but the best. Um, but yeah, throughout that time of me breaking up and me cutting contact, it was so hard. Um, like all the tears, all like the crying, the screaming, and just looking through his, still looking through his profiles and seeing him so happy with her. It wasn't easy when we broke up and um, it was hard, but throughout the entire relationship, I, I didn't see it at the time, but when I looked back, I am so thankful that God was there through each and everything that happened. I don't, I really truly believe that I wouldn't be where I am right now if God wasn't there to be so forgiving, to be so merciful and so gracious and just his unconditional love. I really felt that, um, especially like, where I am right now. I am so thankful for the family he gave me, for my parents um, and my siblings, for being so patient and for still being there no matter how bad I treated them. Um, there are still some things that I need to repair, especially with my siblings. Um, uh, really trying to watch how I talk with them, um, how I accept feedback from them, but I'm so thankful that um, that they were there and that, again, like my parents were so forgiving. And um, I'm so thankful for the female friends that God has placed in my life because I think, again, during my relationship with my ex, it was like he was the center of my world. He was the center of everything. I distanced myself from um, a lot of my friends in like church and in school. Like he was the only friend that I had, my ex. Um, but I th I'm so thankful. I had quite a few girlfriends who I think I counted eight. There could be more, but um, it was like God was sending the same message through them that. Uh, hey, Connie, I think it's time to really let go and come back to me. And all these girls, too, had very similar experiences to I had. They had um, maybe not as long a relationship, maybe even longer, but um, they just realized that, like, a guy cannot make you whole. Only God can really make you whole, and he is the source of true happiness. And um, I think if I were to just leave a lesson for everyone is, yes, always, I hope people can come to know what God's true unconditional love is. Um, it honestly just sets you free. Um, I want to just tell people that if you can, if you have the courage 
be open and share what you're going through with someone because you honestly don't know maybe someone can relate to you someone can share that I've been through that too that we're struggling together because I felt so alone because I thought I'm the only one who's going through this but no there were so many other people who went through this too like God's gonna show you that um there will be struggles but he will help you get through it all and in the end all that matters is that God loves you and that he will provide a way out of everything so I'm very thankful um, that I can now open up to my parents I can um, open up to my siblings and I have actually a group of friends that I can trust and just be open with and like I've come to a point now too that like after sharing all my secrets to my family and to my friends like I'm I'm not scared anymore. I don't feel like I have to hide anything. Like I can just honestly be my open, true self. And um, I don't know if this sounds great, but like I, I, I'm not worried about what people think about me. What people think about me. I only am worried about what God thinks about me in the end. And yeah, that is my story. Wow, just thank you for sharing. That was I have a lot of questions and you have a lot of a lot to answer to. So we'll get to that eventually. But um thank you for sharing. Thank you for being so <clears throat> being so open in in your testimony. It's important that people get to hear uh how the gospel has really changed someone. And truly, when when Christ touches you, you change. You really do change. So with that being said, we will now enter our second break. Thank you for listening. This is Ecclesia Arts Radio on SPR Live FM. This is Humans of Ecclesia here with Connie. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be right back. And we're back. You're listening to Ecclesia Arts Radio on SPR Live FM. My name is CJ and I'm here with... Connie! And Connie just shared her uh, testimony regarding um, her faith and her walk with God and uh, the ups, the downs, uh, even even the struggles and sufferings that she had to go through. But praise God, um, uh, if I may... I think that um, a lot of what a lot of people don't see behind uh, this microphone is that you really you really are someone that uh, I look up to, someone who's very um, courageous in her faith, uh, boldly sharing to people, but uh, about about Christ, but also being open and being. Um, I think when you're open, you are. Uh, not only do you, not only does the grace of God come out 
through your openness, but it also, um, I guess, it allows you to, it it incur, or it uh, commands you to be more open or to be more gracious. Like your openness commands you to be more gracious, mm-hmm. like to know that you know I have nothing to hide because um, my 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 life, my sin, my struggles, everything is already in the light, and the light is Christ. Yes. So. Um, with that being said, I will now barrage you with questions. And yeah, okay, let's go with this. Um, go. My first question is, um, I wanted to hear like maybe two minutes on like how was it like growing up in the Christian church? Uh, not a Christian church, in a Christian home. Like how, because some people might be Christians not, not, not because of their family, like you know, and surely you can't inherit Christianity. It's not, it's not a thing. Yeah. So, yeah, share. Please share. Um, I grew up, my parents, again, it was like, they would tell me Bible stories. They would take me to church. Um, I think one thing, um, out of everything that I've been through, that, yes, at the time, they may seem really strict. They may seem overprotective. Um, but my parents have admitted they are not perfect people and they have apologized that if they ever hurt me in any way that they're they're really sorry and that they were just again i was their first child and i am a girl i am their daughter that they were just trying to protect me Um, and again they are also just following what god has ordained them to do Mm. Um, even though you might not see yourself as it you are a gift from God to your parents and your parents just want to teach you about what God has to offer to you they want to show you um, what God's love is so um, the next time that you think that why is my mom or dad doing this just have an, a calm open talk with them and you know just ask nicely like mom dad what's what's going on like um, it's okay to ask those questions. Again, this, I think whatever you learn, whatever you develop, um, your, your mission field, your first mission field is within your own home. And mm-hmm. I'm very, again, thankful and blessed for my parents for, um, wanting to have family time together, whether not just over dinner, but like watching a movie together, going out together, or vacation, or um, also just doing a family devotion Bible time together. Because again, our parents, your parents probably want to instill with you like special values, like godly values in you so that when they're gone, they know that uh, and they believe that God is just going to take care of you um, after they're gone. And, you know, you might not know this, but like something that my parents always tell me um, is that they're always praying for us. Um, they're always thinking of you. Your parents love you and care for you no matter what. So it, it's all about just communicating with them and um, just trusting that God is also going to take care of them too. Take care of your parents. Guys, life here on earth is so short, so show love to your family, to those who are close to you. Um, Keep praying for them. Keep uh, encouraging them. Um, 
but yeah overall for those who have grown in a christian household like cj said everybody has different experiences but just know in the end that your parents only want what's best for you and it's like god god is also our father he's also our parent it's just like what god also wants what's best for his children as well okay thank you for for your answer um you mentioned something about uh, your relationship and uh, the church getting involved. And that's that's actually very refreshing to hear uh, the church, um, perhaps even the church taking part in church discipline, right? So my question to you is, um, how's that experience? Like I've, I've never, it's weird because like I, I grew up in the church. I don't think I've ever experienced nor um, um, uh, witnessed uh, church discipline in our church. It's it's sad. I don't know if there's anything to discipline. I'm, mm-hmm. I know a couple of things that need to be like a couple people that need to be disciplined, or at least from from what I understand. But like, how how's that experience? It was really hard at the time. I just felt so um, like everything was so invasive like people were messaging me people kept questioning what I was doing like I had home visits from like my pastor and like some of the older people in my church Um, I might be exaggerating there might be just have been like three or four people who were really like involved asking like what I was doing why I was doing it um I don't know if there's a better way to do it it's I think it's by like individual case by case. I know people mm-hmm. handle things differently. I think that like I at the time before I felt that it should only be dealt within the family and I think um, we all agreed to that. But um, even though it was overwhelming for me at the time, eventually as my relationship with my ex did progress, I did have someone from my church get involved with, which is my youth worker. And if I were to make a another like life suggestion to everyone is to have some kind of mentor or have some kind of person you trust to help mediate like situations, mm. um, especially one who is like, basing the mediation on like godly values and everything um that you can you guys can all agree uh someone who is like fair and will be unbiased but um it is not wrong to ask for help because again we're not perfect people we don't have all the solutions god has provided us with um a community of believers who will be there to help support you and talk you through things so Again, you don't have to struggle on your own. There are people who are willing to uh, help you out God's way. Mm, okay. Thank you for that. Church discipline is something that we need to talk more and more about in the church. It's very important. It's very, um, not only very important, but it's helpful. It really is. We, we don't see it um, often, and we don't um, see it in action, maybe even when necessary so it's, it's good that you had that experience so praise god for that um 
Here's the one like kicker question that I think, uh, what's the one thing that you learned coming out of that relationship? The one thing that, you, the one lesson that you learned carrying that lesson perhaps into the rest of your life? What is that one lesson that you learned from that? Whether it was in that relationship, coming out of that relationship, etc. The one thing that you learned, please. The huge major lesson that I learned from this coming out of the relationship all the way until now is to make sh- to always, always go back to God, uh, go back to God in the good and the bad. Because again, maybe I wouldn't be here. Maybe I would be somewhere else. Maybe I'd be in a different situation that I am in now if I was still in that relationship if I decided not to go back to God. By going back to God, I am starting to become more open than I was before, starting to become more honest, starting to become friendly again to people, um, meeting new people, and like um, being more compassionate and empathetic to um, what people are going through. Um, by going back to God, I have... Um, I'm slowly having a better relationship again with my parents and with my siblings. Um, By going back to God, I'm feeling more at peace and having the freedom, um, you know, just to serve, uh, serve him and serve others. Um, Biggest lesson, no matter what happens, is just always, always go back to God, lean on him, trust him that everything is going to go according to his plan and his plan is the best plan okay praise god for that wow that's it's important yeah people need to like what this is this this uh conversation i i hope and i pray that god will use it to remind people that whether they're in a time of uh doubt to go back to him whether in a time of glory or in a time of victory go back to him in in both in both ways um, thank you for sharing your testimony thank you um, for having want, me yeah for sh- thank you for uh, being so open again <laughs> the one thing i wanted to now i mean now that we were able to share and, and everything uh to highlight one thing coming out of that testimony was um God truly is sovereign in everything, and uh, He uses the suffering that we do, that we face. He uses the the heartaches and even the things that we do that are inherently bad. He uses that for His glory and for your goodness. So, um, thank you for sharing your testimony. I want to hear now about your uh, merchandise. It's it's so. It's uh, <laughs> it's the heart, and it's like the flower. Uh, you want to share? It's, yes. Uh, what is this heart? What's it called again? It's uh, called, uh, so my uh, merch has the Korean heart. The so Korean heart. if you guys ever seen um, Koreans, like it's kind of like the peace sign for Koreans, but it's like you put your thumb and your index finger together, mm. and they make a heart. And then above the Korean heart is a forget-me-not flower. Forget-me-nots uh-huh. are blue. And the message that I wanted to send through this merch was um, 
don't forget how much I love you, which I feel like is a reminder from God that, um, again, no matter what it is you're going through, whether it's good, bad, big, small, that God loves you no matter what. And mm-hmm. he loves you like so, so much. So, and just a little side note, like I didn't mention it earlier, but like I am so into K-pop <laughs> in Korean culture, but mostly k-pop so that's why um my symbol is that for my merch okay wait uh, so are there any christian k-pop musicians is that a thing there there actually if you do some research there are um korea as far as i know does like there are actually very mixed religions there Mm -hmm. so you have some buddhists you have some catholics but you also have like there are christians and i Mm -hmm. think a lot of them are like protestant christians yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. so it's it's quite interesting but yes there is there is a few okay yeah and what what colors of shirt like is it is it just it like i'm only seeing i only saw white white so is there they're gonna be black is it gonna be blue sorry there there rj sorry she's in the background but yes yeah. there might be different colors but currently um you will see in an upcoming promo vid what the shirt looks like it's a long sleeve um and the one that i'll be wearing is a white one and then it'll have the symbol over the heart Okay, well, please, but how much is it? How much is it? Do we have a price? Do we have a price? A surprise. <laughs> oh, surprise. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. This is hilarious. When is it coming out? February. We're just confirming with RJ, sorry. <laughs> okay, well, well, we'll figure it out, I guess. We'll, it'll, it'll come up on, on Ecclesia. February 3rd. February Look out 3rd. for February 3rd. There you go. Okay, well, with that being said, Thank you for uh, tuning in to Ecclesia Arts Radio on Thanks, SPR CJ. This is really fun. Uh, you're listening to Ecclesia Arts Radio on SPR Live FM. Thank you for tuning in. This has been Humans of Ecclesia. This has been CJ with Connie. Have a good night.